It's time to become bullyproof so we can live our best kicking life. As we know, life ain't all sunshine and rainbows, and bullying is a real problem that negatively affects millions of kids, parents, teens, adults every single day. But there's a solution, and the good news is you found it. The Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life Podcast. So get ready to be empowered with hope and self-confidence to believe in yourself to become bullyproof and live your best kick in life. Hey, everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. It's been a little bit uh, since I've done a live stream podcast. Just got uh, wrapped up with all kinds of book stuff. So just a quick shout out. If you have not purchased my book yet, Becoming Bullyproof, please do so. Uh, Go to Amazon.com and pick that baby up. And uh, we hit number one bestseller in four different categories. And we've also got uh, right now up to 35 reviews. So please, if you've already bought it, you've already read it, and jump on there and give that Amazon review. So anyway, I've also been working on putting a program together, a bullyproof, five-week bullyproof program. And we've got a journal that goes along with it, and all kinds of uh, uh, other amazing content that's going to go into the program. And a big part of that is what, what this podcast, this blog, this live stream is all about, which is confidence. What is it? Huh. And I, I got to give a shout out to uh, one of our neighbors here in Florida, Miss Stephanie Hendrickson. She's the, she sent me an idea, said, hey, why don't you talk about confidence? Uh, it, it could really help me and several others. I said, you know what? I've been meaning to get back to doing the podcast and live stream, so what better topic to talk about? And, of course, that's a huge part of the Becoming Bullyproof brand is the, uh, looks like we get confidence already. Folks are jumping on here. Good stuff. Uh, oh. I always forget to turn the chat on, so there we go. All right, good. Now the chat's on so I can see. As always, anytime you pop on here, please say hi, and please ask any questions you have uh, regarding this live stream or anything else you've got going on that you may just wonder about. So anyway, as I was mentioning, the confidence is a huge, huge, huge part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life brand, as you can see on the wall back there, by the way. Yeah. Oh, and I got a uh, new microphone set up here. And doing this instead of a guest on, I don't need the earphones. Uh, I've got the, uh, the the new mic, so hopefully it's coming in loud and clear, and well, crystal clear with this uh, new. I don't know what kind of brand. Road, road, <laughs> road brand. So confidence. Let's jump into it. I got ten questions for you. I kind of listed them there. Uh, the first one: What really is confidence? And I went ahead and pulled up the definition, and the definition says a feeling of trust in a person or belief in one's own abilities, uh, trust in relationship. Or you oftentimes will hear, you know, something that you uh, believe in, like you have confidence that your team is going to win tonight, or you have confidence in uh, uh, your ability to perform at a high level. So basically what that says, what I believe confidence is, and, and I guess what I think it really is, is that, that belief that you can do something, belief that you can achieve something, belief in yourself that you can overcome a battle, overcome a challenge you can succeed. That's what I believe confidence really is. Now, I often talk about how confidence is uh, it's a, it's a roller coaster ride. And uh, what I mean by that is some days it seems like we got it. Some days it seems like, where'd it go? Work hard to find it. Work hard to get it. And that kind of brings up another question on down the line is, do I have it? You know, oftentimes people will say, hey, when you look at me, 
do I have confidence? And I've asked that question multiple times myself. <laughs> do I have confidence? Well, confidence, once again, going back to what it really is, it's a belief. It's a belief in yourself. Do you believe in yourself? You say, well, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Well, back to what I said. I mean, it's all going to circle back around. It's a roller coaster ride. Seems like we got it one minute. Seems like it's gone the next. And a lot of times during speeches and presentations, especially to sports teams, I talk about a hockey goalie. And by the way, Emmett, my youngest son, is now in the nets playing goal. Uh, some people say, why in the world would you do that to your son? Why would you put him in the nets? <laughs> well, he likes it. He's, he's really, really good at it. I need to get him some lessons to really improve his uh, technical ability. But he's not afraid of the puck. He gets in front of that dang thing. He gets uh, post to post, down on a butterfly, back up. And uh, for, for not having any uh, official goalie lessons, <laughs> he's doing extremely, extremely well. But the reason I say uh, confidence and compare it to a goalie is, you know, Emmett, I'll just use him, faced 40 shots the other night and gave up uh, gave up six goals. I was pretty proud of him for that. Didn't get a lot of defensive support. Well, the last night, he only had like 17 shots and gave up six goals. So what about his confidence? Well, believe it or not, I asked him after the game, and he said he felt really, really good. And I thought, I mean, he looked confident in nets the way he was moving around and getting back up. But I bring that up because he's the same as he was last week. And a goalie, they're the same today as they were yesterday. But that confidence is such a fragile thing, meaning maybe giving up five goals on five shots, the goalie's confidence is going to be trashed. Well, they make all the saves. Now they're, man, they could stop anything. Now, growing up playing hockey, we had some good coaches and that it would really help with your confidence and some coaches that maybe weren't so good. One coach, he, he would get on the goalie and say, gosh, dang it, you stink. So you, you, you couldn't stop anything. You couldn't even stop a beach ball. Obviously, that's not going to help the goalie's confidence whatsoever. But that's the same thing. When the goalie's not on it, when their confidence is shot, they, they probably couldn't stop a beach ball. When they're on, they could stop a ping pong ball. <laughs> right. Well, same thing with you. When you're confident, we're feeling good about ourselves. We can accomplish some amazing things. But when we're not feeling good, we're not feeling confident about ourselves. And didn't feel like we could do the most basic things. That's why I say it's a roller coaster ride, and it's such a fragile thing. And also, as you know, you knew this was coming. Confidence, having that hope, having that confidence, having that belief in yourself, as I mentioned before, is the number one tool to becoming bullyproof. That belief in yourself that you can overcome that challenge, battle through that fear. So moving on, the next question I had is, well, it's kind of two-part. How do I, how do I know if I have confidence? How do I know if my kids have confidence? Eye contact, huge, absolutely huge. The body posture, you're slumping forward, looking down, that doesn't display a lot of confidence, right? And you think about in uh, uh, well, predators, what they look for is someone, or bullies, someone who's lacking that confidence, lacking that hope, lacking that belief in themselves. Why? It's an easy target. And that's what people are going to attack. You know, they often talk about the lion doesn't go after the strongest gazelle. The lion goes after the weakest gazelle. Yeah. So, and is, do the gazelles show confidence in their ability? Well, if they believe in themselves, there might be that extra edge they need to get away from that lion. And there's the old thing, uh, do, do gazelles have to be faster than lions? No, gazelles just have to be faster than the next gazelle, right? Yeah, doubt run it. That's kind of how that works. But that confidence, your body posture, the way you communicate, you know, that's part of the ABCs to become bullyproof. You know, awareness of how you're carrying yourself, awareness of 
your eye contact, awareness of how you're speaking, how you're talking. That's all part of the confidence. So you have it, your kids have it, body posture, eye focus, communication. Next, I got it over here on my computer. That's why I keep looking over here to make sure I don't miss one. Uh, if, I, if I have it, will people treat me differently? And that's a question I get all the time. You know, if, if I was more confident, would people respect me more? Would they treat me better? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing, though. With that being said, <laughs> you may get people that, I don't say they no longer like you, but people are intimidated by people with confidence. And it's not like you want to intimidate anyone. It's not like you want to make anyone feel bad. But here's the thing. When, when, when you don't display confidence, people are going to take advantage of you, and, and that's never a good thing. You're never going to feel good about yourself. So, yeah, people are going to treat you differently. Absolutely. They're going to treat you with more respect. Now, there's always that line where confidence turns into uh, uh, cockiness, right? <laughs> that ego takes over. And a lot of times, a person who maybe was lacking in confidence, and I say this because growing up, uh, I didn't have a whole lot of confidence or belief in myself. What I do, I camouflage, I mask it with my ego. And my ego was, was well, it was actually pretty fragile, but I was able to camouflage it pretty well. So people often thought I was cocky and arrogant. Because I, well, to be honest with you, I like to show off. <laughs> and uh, and what, was, what was that for? That was making up for the insecurities. So, yes, people will treat you differently, but you'll gain a heck of a lot more respect and less bullying. So, work on that down. So how do I work on that confidence? Well, that's coming up next. How do I get it? How do my kids get confidence? Well, by overcoming challenges, by battling through and not giving up, by having the right attitude and effort. That's how you over, or that's how you gain the confidence. And what I mean by that is challenge yourself every single day with something. It doesn't have to be huge, but little bitty steps every single day, whatever that may be. You know, if, if I'll be honest with me, I had a very, very difficult time reading for the longest time. Well, it seemed like when I was younger, I mean, much, much younger, uh, I was in the 100-book the club, the 200-book club, and then I, uh, uh, well, back then we didn't count concussions the way we do now, but uh, with sports, and I got bucked off a horse, landed on my head, as, uh, well, back on the farm, breaking horses. And I just remember that next year going back to school. I didn't think anything of it. Parents didn't think anything of it. Although, when I got bucked off and landed on my head, I skid across the grass and had a grass stain on my forehead for it seems like forever. How crazy is that? But I, I do remember having a very difficult time because I was in like, uh, it, it seemed like advanced reading classes doing the speed reading stuff. And then I went in the next uh, year and I was no longer in that class and I had a very difficult time reading. And I didn't enjoy reading because it was difficult. Now, you add all the years of playing sports and fighting and martial arts and everything else, I've had my fair share of concussions, so it was, not, uh, it, it was, it was a very difficult thing for me to, to read. I bring all this up because I, I would say often during speeches, up until 2012, I didn't know I could read because I chose not to read. I chose not to because it was difficult for me. It really was. But I got better and better and better at it. I mean, heck, you know, I'll give another shout-out. I wrote a book, crying out loud. <laughs> so... Not only did I have to learn how to read a little bit better, I had to learn how to write, edit, and all the things. That's tough for a guy that barely graduated high school. But little by little by little. Now, you don't necessarily have to, to, to read every day, but any little stuff that is a challenge for you, start working at it. Start overcoming it because any type of success, whatever that may be, maybe you're having a, a project to work that's really uh, tough, or maybe you, you, you're, you're uh, needing and wanting 
and should have a conversation with your family or your boss at work, but you're afraid to. Well, you have that conversation. Well, it's going to make you feel better about yourself. Now, just because you have that conversation doesn't mean it's going to go great, but you're going to feel better about yourself going in because here's the thing about challenges and, and battles. There's always like the thing, you're uh, um, either in a battle right now, coming out of a battle, or about ready to go into a battle or challenge. Maybe battle's too strong a word. That's just how we live life. And the more confidence we have going into those things, the more we're going to be able to attack those and overcome. So how, how, do, how do we get it? How do our kids get it? I challenge yourself every day trying to do something a little bit more, a little bit better, pushing yourself a little bit harder. And another thing, uh, uh, personal development, reading educational books, listen to podcasts like this, or listen to uh, uh, motivational, inspirational quotes or music, or podcasts, live streams. Another thing is taking care of your, your physical health, going to the gym or just going for a walk, getting outside. Those things build your confidence. Why? Because your body, your mind knows you're doing something for yourself. And when you better yourself, when you feel better about yourself, man, oh, man, that's the whole definition of confidence, right? Yeah. And well, that could be a little thing. Maybe Zig Ziglar always talked about blocking a mailbox, meaning when he was talking about um, trying to get in shape, the first thing he could, all he could get to was the, 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 the first block. He got to the first block you know, around his house and was wore out. He came back. Well, the next day he said, well, I'm not only going to do that block, I'm going to do a mailbox. And the next day was a block and two mailboxes. Next day was a block and three mailboxes. And it compounds. But what happens is more and more he's challenging himself. His confidence is going up more and more. Oh, I got uh, comments coming in. I overlooked. <laughs> uh, how you doing, sir? Missed the last couple of episodes. Glad to be back to hear your encouraging words of wisdom. Thank you, Charles Dom. I appreciate you. God bless you, sir. And uh, Mr. Charles Dom posts often on the uh, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life uh, group and page. And uh, he's also, <laughs> he's got a copy of his Bullyproof book. And I got a chance to, to meet him. And we actually went to high school together. I had, and I had uh, completely forgot that was a few moons ago. But uh, thank you, Charles, for continuing to post in the group and uh, showing your confidence in doing so. And what you're doing with your kids is amazing. So um, anyway, the block in the mailbox, little by little by little, little bitty baby steps. You know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with what? One step. And Zig would do that. And uh, the more you do for yourself, mentally, physically, spiritually, the better you're going to feel about yourself. And another way to help build that confidence, I tell you, you know, uh, born again Christian now is baptized in 2017. That's really helped me out too. Having that, uh, having, having, having God in my corner is, is pretty big. I always knew about God, but I really didn't do a whole lot. Uh, Grandma would always ask me, Richie, are you putting God first? And uh, occasionally I'd lie and say yes, but most of the time I was not. Uh, but now going, you know, that's, that's another one. When my confidence dips or I'm feeling down because I'm a human being, I go through those things just like anybody else. Uh, when it's down, boy, my confidence is gone. That hope, that belief in myself, it seems like, man, can I really overcome this challenge? Well, the answer is sometimes it's hard to do on your own. So pray to God, ask for help. He's there. And then, of course, you got to take action and actually do something. I, I have people comment all the time. So, well, you know, I did that prayer thing for about a week and I went to the gym for a couple of days and well, it's about consistency, Don't doing it over and over and over and over again, right? And then the second thing is you have to actually got to keep doing it. You know, I posted something not too long ago. There was a person leaning on a shovel, and it, the passage said, look, God will give you the field. He may even give you the shovel, but you got to dig the doggone hole. <laughs> you got to do something. And, of course, in today's day and age with uh, this entitlement mindset uh, that you're owed something, you know, 
You're not owed anything. No one is owed anything. You you get what you earn. And uh, oh, good old friend Steph, Rich, love you. Happy early birthday. Oh, well, Stephanie, this is for you. Okay, Steph, you're the one. Hey, Nate Hearn. <laughs> Great wisdom, Rich. Oh, my man, Nate. Friday Night Lights. There's the man that wrote the book and helped produce the movie, Mr. Nate Hearn. Love you, Nate. Look forward to seeing you real soon, too. Uh, good stuff. And Stephanie, she's the one that actually sent me a text. She's our next-door neighbor or across the street here in Florida. And she said, hey, Rich, why don't you do something on confidence? I said, hey, Steph, I think I will. It would be a great reason to get back in to doing the, um, the podcast. All right. So moving on. Where are we at on the next one? Do I have my kids have it? If I have, it will be treated differently. Yes. How do I get it? Uh, well, I just explain that. How your kids get it? Uh, what if I had it but lost it? Can I get it back? And these are all questions I've been asked before and questions that I've thought of, too. If you've had it and lost it, absolutely, yeah, you can get it back. Now, because um, remember I said that roller coaster, like a hockey goalie? Yeah, you can get it back anytime. Oh. Calling Richie. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. And, uh, yeah, you can get it. And, uh, but, but here's the thing. Because oftentimes people ask me, say, you know what? Man, I had the confidence for that last challenge. And, boy, it was a battle. I got through it. But son of a gun. Now, this next challenge, man, is it tough? Well, here's the thing. If it wasn't any tougher, it wouldn't be a challenge, right? Now, I, when, when I'm hit with adversity and hardship and challenges and bang, that right hook of reality, and I get hit and knocked to the deck more than I would like, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, man, I just fought a battle. Do I have to fight another one? Well, unfortunately, the answer is yes. That's life. Life isn't going to be easy, never was easy, and it's never going to be easy. But what you can do is try and get the most out of it and uh, um, by getting up, battling, I like to say, another round, fighting another round. But here's the thing that's often overlooked is when we put ourselves, now we need to, let, let me finish this here. We got to put ourselves first. We got to be confident. We got to be hopeful. We've got to feel good and do what we can with the nutrition, with the exercise, mental, spiritual, emotional exercise, physical exercise to be our very best in order to serve at our very, very best. So yeah, we do have to take care of ourselves. But at the same time, when we put others' needs ahead of our own needs, when we try and help out others who are in maybe more desperate need than we are, boy, we oftentimes forget about the problems that we have. And by doing that, now we're invigorated because, man, there's nothing, not a better feeling in the world than when you help somebody else out, help somebody else through a challenge, right? That builds confidence as well. So sometimes, how do you get the confidence back after losing it? Help someone else who's struggling. You know, but, but be very careful there. You are who you surround yourself with. If you're around uh, people that continuously try and drag you down, I like to call it engines and anchors. Engines are driving, pushing, motivating you forward to, to, to be your very, very best, while anchors are holding you down, they're holding you back. So when you're climbing that confident ladder of success, yeah, reach one hand down and help somebody else up. Absolutely. But don't ever take both hands off. If you take both hands off, they're going to pull you down. That's like the story of the crabs in the bucket. The crabs in the bucket is this. If you put crabs, you go to the beach and throw a bunch of sand crabs into the bucket. Well, if they work together and climb on top of each other, they get out of that bucket and escape. And the one little crab puts his pinchers down and grabs the next one, grabs the next one, and pulls them all out. They're free. Fortunately, what happens is when they start trying to climb out of that bucket, the other crabs say, uh-uh, where the heck do you think you're going? They keep pulling them back down. And the same thing. Sometimes if you're around the wrong supportive group or group of friends, they're going to continue to pull you down and keep you down. And uh, that's 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 not where you want to be. Help when you can. Make sure 
that and 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 help with no conditions and no strings attached. Well, I did this for you, gosh darn it, you owe me now. No, that's that's not how it works. Ah, bang, the right hook there. What's next? Uh, what if I had it and lost it? Uh, what if I'm sad, depressed, and overwhelmed? Well, I, I, we're all human beings. We all go through those ups and downs. We're all hit with that right hook of reality. There's days when I'm sad. There's days I've battled with depression and anxiety before. I used to never talk about those things because, uh, well, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And because uh, it was like, well, you're Master Grogan. You've got to be, you know, you can't show weakness. You can't show pain. you you got to be invincible. Now, yeah, that's good motivation to drive you to be your very, very best. But it's also kind of being a fraudulent you know, fake, right? <laughs> but doesn't mean I get on social media and complain about all my problems. Uh, some people do, and, you know, that, that, that's fine if that's – but I mean, nobody on social media is going to help you with your problems. It's going to help me. I'm going to go to people I know that I can count on that uh, they're going to do that because people come to social media, they follow my accounts and what I try and do for that motivation and inspiration. They don't come to hear me whine and complain. But I also like to be open and transparent and honest and openly share that, look, man, I've, uh, <laughs> I've dealt with anxiety. I've dealt with depression. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been sad more times than, uh, I mean, we all go through it. It's a human emotion, right? But we live in that sad, depressed, anxiety-ridden state. The longer we live there, the harder it is to get out. It's true. I've been there just as I'm sure everybody else has as well. So the question is, if you're sad, depressed, and overwhelmed, can you, uh, whoops, I'm missing out on the things here. I'm sorry, folks. Another one came up. Yes, you can. Someone else. And that's like I said, you, you think you got problems. If uh, we took all our problems and threw them in a big pile, and you saw the problems and challenges that other people are dealing with, you'd probably say, well, you know what? I thought I had a rough here, but I want to go ahead and take my problems back. Let me see what I can do to help you with your problems. It doesn't mean your problems ever go away. You have to confront those problems and solve those problems and fight those battles and challenges. But you're going to come at those challenges after you've helped somebody else with more invigoration, invigoration, invigorated. <laughs> What's that word? And you're going to be able to attack it from a different point of view and a different mindset. What else? Oh, uh, confidence. Will it make me feel better? Hmm. Let me think. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> when you're confident, it, it, it radiates off of right? And will it make you feel better? Yeah, but I don't know it's going to make you feel better. It's going to make others feel better as well because people want to be around a confident person. They want, well, not a cocky and arrogant person. Seems like when you're, and I was plenty cocky and arrogant, like I mentioned before, that it was covering up for my own insecurities. But when you're cocky and arrogant, uh, it, it, the old saying is uh, everybody can see it and smell it and taste it. And nobody likes it except for the person who is cocky and arrogant, right? They, they can't see it about themselves. <laughs> so you don't want to go there, but yes, it, uh, um, it, uh, it'll make you feel better and it'll make others feel better as well because the more confident you are, the more willing you are to try and help out others. But I see more comments come in. Thank you so very much. I got my buddy Nate again and uh, Stephanie, and Stephanie, and Charles. Good stuff. My wife jumped on her and gave me a thumbs up. How about that? Thanks, Des. Love you, sweetie. Good, 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 good. All right, moving on. Uh, will it help me succeed? Will it help my kids succeed? Absolutely, new folks, friends. Oh my gosh, we got all kinds of people watching this thing. Thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day. Please jump on here and ask a question, uh, and uh, uh, or just give a little comment or feedback. And if you bought my book, a shout out, coming bullyproof. Man, tell me how you liked it there, and then uh, please make sure you give a review. 
And just a reminder, we've got our five-week bulletproof program coming up soon. In fact, I've got somebody working on our landing page and our opt-in form. Our website's being redeveloped. All kinds of good stuff happening in the very, very near future. So that is awesome sauce. And I'm going to be more committed. And since I have a new microphone, my new setup in the office here, I'll actually redoing our, 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 our brand, our bulletproof logo, something new coming in the very near future as well. And I'm going to do more and more of these uh, podcasts and live streams. Well, I enjoy it. <laughs> it makes me feel good. It builds my confidence. And I'm hopeful that it inspires and empowers, you know, the, the millions that I hope to intend to reach uh, in, in my lifetime to empower them to believe in themselves. And a big reason for that, I'm telling you, folks, I want to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Because when people are happier, when they're healthier, when they're more confident, when they're hopeful, it makes society safe. Why? Because happy, healthy, hopeful, confident people aren't going around shooting up parties and schools and uh, um, parades and everything else. Happy, healthy people don't do those things. People that need <laughs> some hope, some confidence, somebody to talk to, communicate. I mean, anyway, obviously when, when people aren't feeling their best, they're not acting their best or doing their best. It's actually, you know, somebody asked, I had a great conversation earlier today about how we got to get this stuff out. A lot of times people pack that stuff in and then they explode. When you pack it all in, you definitely don't feel good about yourself. When you explode... I've never had an explosion go well. I've never exploded on the right person who probably was, who, I don't say I needed me to explode on them, but the person that ticked me off or made me mad or made me angry probably wasn't them that got the blunt of my explosion because I packed it all in. Well, the same thing. These people are going around shooting up parades and stuff. You know, at some point in time, they explode. It doesn't justify their actions by any means, but it simply means that communication, talking, and then and, and you, you see somebody needs help, do your best to help them. I can't help everybody. My wife is constantly reminding me of that because I get frustrated when you know, I'm doing my best to help someone. And, uh, you know, I get, uh, I get my share of negative feedback and uh, pop shots and, oh, the Master Rogan guy. Da, 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 da. And, oh, you think you can still do that. Or you think, you, I mean, I hear it. You, you put yourself out there, you're vulnerable. So it's going to happen. And as you remind I'll say, man, what I do? Can I, I want to try and help that person. And Desi, my wife, just kind of reminds me, so this is good information for some other macho guys out there, macho guys. Um, you can't help everybody, even those, uh, um, uh, you can do your very, very best, but here's what she reminds me of, and I need to hear it a lot. Every time you focus on the negative comments and someone who clearly doesn't want your help or doesn't want your message or doesn't want to believe in you or listen to you, every time you focus all your energy on that person, you're taken away from everybody that needs wants and loves your energy and loves your message and needs the help because you can't can't be two places at once you know your, your attention you're either here or you're here and if you focus on all the negativity that's coming in well you're not going to be uh, at your best to focus on uh the positivity and helping those that really need it. good 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 great advice once again wifey wisdom i like to call it all right what's the next one will it help me feel better will it help me succeed will it help my child succeed absolutely the more confident you are the more you're able to to attack those challenges that I mentioned earlier, battle through uh, the, uh, those fears, overcome the fears, battle through the challenges. And, uh, yeah, every, every success compounds on top of itself. You know, there's a great book called uh, uh, The Compound Effect. And Darren Hardy talks about the compound effect of taking a penny. You know, you a penny a day and you double it. Next day you double it again. Next day you double it again. Next day you double it again. And you double that penny. Oh, well, it was a penny that, of course, turns into two pennies and then four and then uh, eight and 
whatever the doubling after that gets to, right? 16 and so forth. But anyway, you continue to double that penny. Uh, it's worth over a 30-day period of time. And if I have my math right, uh, I haven't read the book in a couple of years now, it's like $10 million um, of, of doubling and doubling and doubling and doubling and doubling. Now, you really don't get to see the maximum benefit until like day 22, 23, or something like that when it really starts accumulating. But that's the same thing. It's a great analogy of, of compounding your successes. One success leads to another, another success leads to another. But it doesn't mean when you're climbing that ladder of success, you don't get knocked down. Oftentimes it happens. You get knocked down, and you got to go all the way to the bottom and start over again. Like, oh, my gosh. But utilize that momentum. And there's always a old saying is the first step is always the biggest, the toughest, the hardest to take. And the others get a little bit easier because you got that momentum. I always like to compare that to pushing a car. If you've ever had to push a car that ran out of gas or had engine trouble or whatever, if you've ever had to push a car, you know getting that doggone thing going is it's tough, man. You're taking two tons and you're trying to push it to get it going. Now, once you get it going and you keep it going, unless you hit a hill, <laughs> it, it, it's, uh, it becomes a heck of a lot easier. Kind of the law of inertia, right? Once an item's in motion, it tends to stay in motion. Once an item's at rest, it tends to stay at rest. It becomes very, very difficult to get it out of that restful state. So, will it help me succeed? Will it help my kids succeed? Absolutely. Um, and then, of course, one. Well, you talk about that confidence. You talk about that hope. You talk about all that positive inspiration and attitude and effort, all that other stuff you throw at us. Will it make me money? Gosh darn it. Will it help me pay my bills? Will it help me uh, get that house I want? Thank you again. See the comments. Um, will it help me get the house I want? Answer is yes. When you are more confident, you're willing to take. I don't say well, it is take more risk. Now that doesn't mean crazy risk. You know, you you, you don't uh, put a down payment on a house that you have that you don't have the ability to pay for. <laughs> but but the confidence and in, in, in continuing to believe in yourself is going to help drive you to the next level. You're going to take on those extra challenges that maybe you're fearful of doing before. You're going to talk to your boss. If you haven't been given a raise in who knows how long, you're going to have the confidence to talk to them and ask for one. Or if your boss isn't willing to do so, you're going to have the confidence to apply for another job or another position. Because if you work hard, you do your very, very, very best. There's people, You're in demand. You're in need. You really are. I, I tell, well, kids and adults all the time, look, to stand out in the crowd today, you've got to have the right attitude or just have a good attitude, put forth a good amount of effort, be respectful, and, and work hard. That's it. That's it, man. You're going to stand out from the crowd because so few people are willing to do that nowadays. Why is that? I have no idea. Oops, Stephanie, laugh out loud. Your daughter heard the podcast blaring at a garage. <laughs> Stephanie, you're beautiful. Good stuff. Good stuff. Stephanie's probably, I don't see her right now, but I'm sure she's outside working out. Uh, her and her man, Dave. Good stuff. Shout out to the Hendrickson's, the wonderful neighbors and the uh, community family uh, pull-together group, we'll call them. And uh, we're so blessed, 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 blessed to have neighbors like we have, especially with Miss Stephanie. Um, so anyway, will it help me make money? You gosh darn right, it'll help you make money. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, 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 people always say, well, you know, uh, you're a Christian, you should be talking about money. And money is not the most important thing in the world. And money's not this and that. No, Zig Ziglar would always say money's not the most important thing in the world. But I would put it right up there with oxygen <laughs> and breathing. Now, and people say, well, what are you talking about? It says in the Bible, money is the root of all evil. And no, it does not. It says money is a root. Uh, now I'm messed up. What does it say? Uh, uh, money is a root to all evil. Well, guess what? So is 
so is lust, so is drinking, so is uh, um, you know countless other things. If you put anything above God, that's where it's a root to all evil. But we need money to pay bills. You know, I, I give and and well, wrap myself on the back here. I always wanted to give to as many charities as I possibly could, but I couldn't give to any charities when I was broke, bankrupt twice. You know, when you got thirteen cents in your checking account, it's hard to pay your own dang bills. It's hard to put food on the table, and it's definitely hard to give to charities. It just is. And of course, it's hard to be confident when you only got thirteen cents in your checking account. But now that uh, I'm a little more successful in what I've been doing and uh, being a little wiser with my finances, which helps with confidence as well, I'm able to give to uh, several charities that I give to personally. St. Jude Children's Miracle Network, the Tim Tebow Foundation, um, Tony Robbins has given the, the, his food to Feed uh, America, uh, 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 Feed America, I think is what it is, with him and, and, and the countless others. And I'm always, when I see somebody on the street, I'm giving them a couple bucks. And people say, well, I don't know why you'd waste money on them. Well, why? Because they're a human being, too. And if they're living on the street, <laughs> my goodness. And a lot of times people on the street have a little better attitude than some of the people I run into that have nice uh, uh, nice things and houses and cars. But I give it to them, and if they spend it on alcohol or cigarettes, so be it. If that makes them happy for that time being, all I know is it makes me feel good about myself. It really does. So will it make you money? Will confidence make you money? Yes, it will. And I've already listed a ton of reasons on how it, how it can happen. All right, last one. Uh, will I always have it? Will I always have confidence? What do you think? Will you always have it? I don't know. While you're thinking about it, one more shout-out for becoming bullyproof. <laughs> now, this has given me a bunch of confidence. It really has. And I talk about it in the book because it's the older me teaching the younger me everything I wish I would have known about hope, confidence, courage, belief in myself, to become bullyproof, to stand up uh, to any bully I face, both real, and of course, the meanest, nastiest, scariest bully we'll ever face is the one we see in the mirror and hear in our mind. That bully's ruthless. That bully remembers all the things that somebody in third grade said, Richie, you're, you're dumb, you're stupid, you're ugly, you're short, you're small. Well, I am short, I am small. <laughs> so maybe they're being truthful. Am I an idiot? Am I stupid? Am I dumb? Another one was, What's that smell? Oh, it, it, it must be Richie. I smell cow poop because <laughs> I grew up on a farm having to bale hay and shovel poop, and uh, uh, we had to milk cow and everything else. Now, am I stupid? Am I dumb? Am I ignorant? Do I smell like cow poop? I don't think so. I'm going to say, no, of course I'm not. It's confidence and belief in myself. But what I was getting at is people say those things, and they plant weeds in your mental garden. Those babies will stay around for a long, long time. So will I always have it? Well, the answer to that is it's going to come and go. It's going to come and go. But I talked about all kinds of different tips, all kinds of different suggestions, all kinds of different things that you can do to help keep that confidence at, at the level you want. Now, what I always talk about in the martial arts academy was kids would come in, and our goal was to build that confidence up. Now, the goal was that it never returned to the level of when they first came in, meaning they're constantly adding layers to their foundation, to their strength. So even though it's going up and down, it'll never go below uh, um, their new well, it's not ceiling, new foundational set, right? So it'll never go back down to where it was when they came in because we've made them, I say made them, earn each stripe, each belt, each uniform, and the same thing with breaking boards. We have the kids go through and break boards, and uh, um, they I use real wood at the academy. And a lot of times it doesn't break the first, second, third, or even fourth time, but we empower them to believe in themselves. They overcome that fear. And by the way, that's something I do at a lot of speeches and presentations 
And uh, a big thing here, if you would like me to come and give a presentation at your work, your office, um, maybe for your school group, your sports team, you know, reach, reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to do that. Um, we can talk about, uh, you know, fee structure and stuff like that to come out and do it. But I'll have boards out for everybody and have them write a fear on the board, whatever that fear is. Now, Tom Ziegler, one of my mentors, I had him break a board. Now, he wrote his fear on there, and his fear was uh, missing his tea time. And I thought it was a joke at first. I'm like, Tom, what is this? Missing your tea time? What he wrote on the board that he was going to break. And he says, no, he's, uh, it, 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 we all have our different fears. But his fear is uh, um, he says, it's kind of a nightmare. He'll wake up in a panic state that he's going to be late for his tea time, but he can't move. He's, he's like in this small room where he can't get there. And then when he gets there, he's late, but now he's confined even more. <laughs> and he, the walls are closing in where he can't take his backswing and his whole golf game's off. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, everybody's got their different fears. So I, Tom put the board up, he wrote it on there, boom, broke through it with a palm strike. Now, does he still have those fears? I, I don't know, but I know that he was able to break through that and overcome that. And as I said before, you break that challenge, then there's going to be another challenge after that. But you know you've overcome one, you can overcome another. So will it come and go? Absolutely. You know how to get, uh, when you're in the dark days, I call it when you're in the dip, we all get there. Try and reflect on previous successes. Try and reflect on previous times when you were confident. Try and reflect on what you did then to overcome the fear you're going through then or the challenge you're going through then. And it's going to help motivate you to get to the next level. All right. Well, all kind. Of, oh, I am so not good. It's not beating myself up. Just being honest about <laughs> not following along here. All right. Okay. Well, how was that? Is that good? Is that good for everybody? I'm going to do more and more of these. I'm going to, I'm going to do another one tomorrow. It's going to be much, much shorter. Uh, and I haven't picked the topic out yet tomorrow. So uh, if you have ideas, something you'd like me to talk about, leave it in the comment section or, or, or zip me a uh, message and let me know. Say, hey, would you, would you mind talking about this? I've kind of struggled with this, or my child is struggling with this right now. What do you suggest? Please do that. And, by, and seriously, by doing that, it helps motivate me to continue doing these video blogs, which uh, you know, I get great response and great feedback from, and I'm so very grateful and blessed and thankful for everybody's time because you know time is the most sacred commodity on the planet. I'll say, look, you can always make more money, even though when, when it's time to pay bills, it doesn't seem like it, right? It's true. You can always make more money, but you can never make more time. Once the time is gone, it's gone. You know, we, we've been on here almost 40 minutes now, and a lot of you have been with me the whole entire time, and I'm so very grateful and blessed from the bottom of my heart that you've taken time. You've given me a piece of your life that you're never going to get back. So that's why I'm going to continue doing everything I can to honor that time, to bless your time by continuing to read, do research around myself, with the mentors that I do, reach out to my mastermind groups and learn information so I can share that with you. And as I mentioned earlier, and Steph is still on listen, and thank you. You know, Stephanie just sent me a text earlier today and just said, hey, would you mind talking about this? Here's, and she sent me a little video of somebody else. I said, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I will do that because I need to get back and do my live streams and podcasts. I said, I kind of fell off a little bit. No excuses. It just, life sometimes happens. And, uh, and here we are today knocking this baby out. So very blessed, very grateful, very thankful, and I promise you that I'm going to continue doing everything I can to continue learning and uh, gaining the wisdom to share with you, to help empower you to believe in yourself, to gain that hope, that faith, that confidence, uh, to live your best day. All right, folks, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. If you haven't picked up a copy of Becoming Bullyproof, please do so. 
And if you haven't given a review yet, please do so as well because those reviews keep us up in the search engines and also it empowers and inspires other people to take, uh, take note and pick up the book there because uh, as my goal is to empower millions and millions uh, of kids, parents, teens, and adults with hope, self-confidence, to believe in themselves, battle through their challenges, overcome their fears, to stand up to any bully they face, both real and in their mind, to become bullyproof, to live their best life. All right, folks, I love you. God loves you. Please, share that love with the world. Until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise, you'll be your very best, you'll become bullyproof, yeah! and you'll live your best kick in life. God bless you, God bless your loved ones. Can't wait to read all your comments. Can't wait to reply back. And can't wait to talk to you again real soon. God bless everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to another Life Change, an episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please subscribe and please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And if you think we earned it, I kindly ask that you please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life tribe. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll become your very best to become bullyproof, and you'll live your best kick in life.